It is. That's the dream. Are you ready? Okay. Hey, everyone. I'm Saga, and this is the Pause, Play, Repeat podcast. What is your name? Oh, that's that's a new <laughs> way of doing it. Okay. <laughs> I, my name is also Saga. <laughs> you can judge a good book by its cover. You can't tell, dear, if it's good or bad. The cover may be in the brightest color, but inside the story may be sad. Hey everybody, this is the Pause, Play, Repeat podcast. I'm Saga. And I'm Anya. And today we are talking about a feel-good podcast. A, a, it's the podcast I listen to instead of going to therapy, which I probably should. It's the Off Menu podcast. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, where we heat the oil of conversation and plunge our guests in until they're a nice, crispy, golden brown. Ooh-wee. Yeah? Frying yeah. Our, we're sort of frying our guests? It doesn't really I like work. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, most people might say you grill a guest, which is also a oh, food thing. Oh, yeah. You know, but we fry them, apparently. Oh, man. Yeah. I'll do that another day. That's yeah. great. Thanks, James. In Off Menu Podcast, we have James Acaster, who is a British comedian. He has a four-part comedy series on Netflix called Repertoire. Everyone should check it out. And Ed Gamble, who has a comedy uh, special on Amazon Prime called Blood Sugar. Also a really good comedian. And then um, the great Benito, (laughs) (laughs) our producer, which is just saying that out loud. Yeah. Um, Who is our producer? He's a comedy writer. He's written um, about comedy for Time Out magazine and also for The Guardian. He started a podcast production label called Plosive. So basically, the premise of this show is that they bring on guests every week, comedians, you know, actors. um, They've had journalists and chefs, food critics, and they ask them their favorite starter, main course, side dish, dessert and drink. It's the dream restaurant. Yeah. It's the dream restaurant. And um, James Acoster is also a, a um, genie waiter who <laughs> takes your order. Because this makes sense. Because make sense. he can just conjure up anything because it's the dream yeah. restaurant. So this is the premise. And they bring on all these people and they talk about food. It's basically an excuse to bring on anyone, funny people, um, and they just chat about food, basically. I think when I think of off many podcasts, the first thing I think is parasocial relationships. I think this is something that a lot of podcasts have, which is the situation where you really feel like you are really good friends with the co-hosts of a podcast. You listen to them every day, you know their inside jokes, you know all the details of their life because they talk about their life a lot and you feel like you're friends with them and they have no idea you exist. And when I think of Off Menu, James and Ed, I feel like I am their pals. Do you have this with podcasts? Do you have this with this podcast? Yes, my first question is, does our relationship count as a parasocial relationship because we haven't seen each other in years? Well, we know of each other's existence, though. To be fair, in the last recording, you forgot my name. So this is why I'm asking. That's true. Just making sure. That's true. I don't <laughs> know who the fuck you are. I thought your name was Anna. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, though, I totally agree with you. I think that's... I kind of think that podcasts are the best way to have a parasocial relationship with somebody because it feels so intimate when you hear somebody's voice. And also, I think the reason why... I also find Off Menu just to be the best podcast to listen to ever is because their vibe kind of reminds me of our vibe. 
like I, they make fun of each other a little bit, but in a nice way. And then they kind of try loads of new things together and they share loads of interests. It's just so pure and just so wholesome. And I yeah. love that. I love that they have this really nice relationship. And also, I don't know about you, but I sometimes find that men don't tend to have that close relationship with their friends as women do. Like sometimes I wonder, you know, just seeing the men around me and how they interact with their friends. I was literally at a party once where all I heard was just bro, bro. And it was just all of just that on top of each other. But these two people travel together. They know about each other's lives. You know, they're really, they love each other. And it's so obvious and it's so nice. And yeah. Every week on the podcast, they have a secret ingredient. And if one of the guests mentions the ingredient as one of their, you know, favorite dishes, they get chucked out of the restaurant. Um, I thought this week, Anya, you and me could have a secret ingredient. I have asked you to prepare a phrase that if I say it, I'll get chucked out. And then it's just me talking. What happens when you get chucked out? Then it's just me going, yeah, off menus, all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah. So let's start. At the beginning, the beginning where the podcast begins, let's start with the amuse-bouche. A little taster to get us started, if you will. So Anya, just tell me the amuse-bouche of your relationship to Off Menu. When did you start listening? How often do you listen every week? Did you like it right away or did it grow on you? I think I started listening to it as soon as it came out because I follow oh, really? Acast as Kim. Uh, yeah, because I really like Acaster because he was kind of doing stand-up in the UK and I was in the UK when he was just starting out. So he was actually... I'm pretty sure we've all seen him live, like who was kind of around in like 2010s in university. He used to come around and do loads of stand-up and stuff. Um, so his career has been kind of blowing up Have you seen everywhere. I don't think so, but there were so many comedians that would come. So there are some comedians that I would now be like, oh yeah, like actually I do remember that, but I don't think I've seen Acasto. Also because I think he's so funny that I would have definitely remembered if I did see mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. I feel, you know. But yeah, so I kind of go through phases, I think, as well. So now I used to listen to all the episodes when they first came out. But now I think I kind of go through phases where I can kind of binge it when I really need it. Because sometimes I really fucking need it. And then I can go back from it. You know, it feels like it does honestly feel like a long distance friendship where as soon as I started again, it just feels like I never left. Um, And I'm starting to realize I probably need more friends. (laughs) but um yeah it's a great podcast what about you um in our trailer i mentioned that there is a podcast i listen to 40 hours in a week it was this one uh when i first started listening to the off menu there were about 40 episodes to listen to and i was living in amsterdam doing my exchange there i was quite lonely and i really didn't have much else to do and i think it was this like friendship aspect it just made me feel less lonely i binged all of the backlog in a week it became almost to the point where like i wasn't listening to anything else like all my other podcasts were piling up because i was just listening to the backlog of off menu and it became an obs- it became it wasn't healthy um so that's my relationship at least we have each other but since then i think i would like to say it's a bit more of a healthy relationship <laughs> you know i mean there was no more backlog to binge through but if we move on to still or sparkling water, Oof. do you have a favorite episode, 
a favorite anecdote from the podcast um, that will help refresh us, like like still or sparkling water would refresh us. Do you have a refreshing, funny anecdote or episode you really especially enjoyed? So I don't think anything can beat the Sue Perkins episode. I think the Sue yeah. Perkins episode is the best episode of Off Menu, besides their 100th episode. I think their 100th episode is also really great. So mm-hmm. my favorite anecdote is definitely the raspberry vodka being squirted up her ass. <laughs> I just can't, I can't get that imagery out of my head. And somehow, nor do I want to. Well, okay. I once got into a hot tub with a shaman at about 5am. He said he was a shaman. He was called John and he was wearing a grass skirt. <laughs> and he um, basically said he wanted to perform a ritual. Oh. And uh, oh, no. the ritual, which was a cleansing ritual, involved um, blowing raspberry vodka up my arsehole. And I went with it because I'm very open and I don't wish to be in any way demeaning to other people's beliefs. And I, <laughs> since then, I have a very deep aversion to getting into a, a, a hot, bubbling sort of arena with anybody, particularly someone in a grass skirt. So Sue Perkins is a co-host of the Great British Bake Off. Wait, it's called the Great British Baking Show now, I think. She's a real yes fan, Sue Perkins. I want to party. Yeah, I want to party with Sue Perkins. Unstoppable. (laughs) It would be amazing. It would be amazing. And she just seems so genuine and so funny and so kind. And just, it's just real joy to listen to. They all had really great chemistry together as well. And it was just amazing. Um, But I also really like the Joe Brand episode. Uh, I also really like Joe Brand, but just like the way that she talked about the five types of coleslaw that she would have. And Ed oh kept God, being yeah. like, that's not enough. <laughs> that's that's the same coleslaw. <laughs> I just, I was just laughing so hard. She had ordered five different types of coleslaw and then realized that she had set it up for herself where she had to describe five different types <laughs> yeah. of coleslaw, which is incredibly hard to do because so how much hard. stuff can you put in a coleslaw? And so also- it ends with her ordering a coleslaw with Stella McCartney vegan sausages. <laughs> yeah. And also like there is, and also like the whole time, She's just like, you realize that she's a very picky eater. Like she likes what she likes. What about yours? I want to hear yours. Well, actually, yeah, I'd listed a lot of the ones that you listed. And the Mania Chihuahua episode. Have you listened to that one? He has one about when his cousin Mike taught him how to surf in the bathtub by putting Vaseline <laughs> at the bottom, filling it with water and slipping and sliding around. And he's like, yeah, I mean, like sometimes like it's kind of bad, like you fall over and hurt yourself. <laughs> And then just James and Ed are just like, just really fascinated by the idea of cousin Mike. And like, who the fuck <laughs> is this cousin Mike? Uh, it's very funny. Um, it is oh, good. That was very anticlimactic. I've put myself into a conundrum. Why? Because the next thing is poppadoms or bread. It's usually what they ask at the show. Yeah. It's usually what James yells in your face. So now I feel like it's wrong to just go poppadoms or bread. But at the same well, time, I, can, if I yell I- it in your face. I can... It makes me feel lame because I'm so bad. Doing... Do oh it. my god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I should have seen that coming. Okay, well, the poppadoms are bread. Of course, this is usually what they ask. Um, let's say, what are your favorite reoccurring jokes? So I think one thing I really like about Off Menu is if you listen to enough of the episodes, there are a lot of reoccurring jokes that become inside jokes with the people, with the, the hosts and the listeners. So I think, obviously, a podcast that would have too much inside jokes between the two hosts that the listeners don't understand wouldn't be funny at all. But there's a lot of jokes that are reoccurring. So if you're a listener, who listens a lot you really feel like you're in on the joke and it your internal joke with the hosts which i really enjoy um i mean the poppadoms of bread are always a highlight 
That's know, true. The screaming he, he of Pokemon. strikes it in someone's yeah. face. And then he has the Coca-Cola story. He always tells a super yeah. boring story about how he quit caffeine and Coca-Cola and then yeah. drank um, Coca-Cola light and it tasted like real Coke. Yeah. Um, he has that story, which is really boring, but the joke is that it's really boring. So every yeah. time someone mentions Coca-Cola, like, like I have a story, Coca-Cola, <laughs> we know he's going to tell this boring yeah. ass story. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if we get into the meal, then our starter, if our, our nice little bite <laughs> starter is a little... <laughs> A little discussion about <laughs> this is hard it's hard to link their format into ours but okay is this a copyright Why? violation <laughs> i don't know i don't know if format like podcast format is copyrighted okay no but it's a this is an ode to there yes to this yes. poetry that is off menu mm-hmm. so our starter our little bite-sized niblets why are james and ed the best hosts for this show I think they're really just friendly and fun, but also they're knowledgeable about food, right? They know a lot about food. Mm. They eat a lot of good things and they, they're they interested in it. So they kind of, I love that it feels like they let their guests like really go nuts with the menus and then they judge them. So they would kind of let a person say the thing that they want to say. And then they'll be like, um, why the hell would you choose that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like judging, but it's good natured judging and that kind of works. And I think it's true. Yeah. I think that the, them being critical also works because if they were just like, if it was so kiss ass and everything is great, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be as fun because someone could say something like, I want five different types of coleslaw. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that, okay, that's insane. Like you want someone to kind of be like, that's insane. We but I think also dream. one thing about the podcast is they ask really bizarre questions, mm. which are sort of valid, but also hilarious. I'll never forget one question they asked Kima Bob. Um, American comedian uh, based in the, in the UK. Um, they ask her, would you prefer to take a shot glass of all shrimp poop? You know, the shrimp poop on mm. the backs. Yeah. Just a shot glass of all that and then never have to eat. And then the rest of the shrimp for the rest of your life just don't have that poop strand or just continue life where some have poop strands and some don't. <laughs> She's just sort of like, I'll take my life as it is. <laughs> If um, you were given the option, like, at the start of your life uh, to, like, either you're just going to eat it every now and again. Yeah. And stuff, or you can get it all out the way in one go. Yeah. Uh, at the start, in the, in the shot glass, if you want to, what are you going to choose? I think I'm just going to uh, take it take it as it comes, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. bit by bit. Yeah. Unless get. someone's offering me some kind of monetary reward for drinking a shot glass full of shrimp shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to let it happen as it happens. That's a good question. It's a ridiculously good question. It's ridiculous and it's good. Would you rather meet James Acaster? This is is an off-menu kind of question. Um, Would you rather meet James Acaster and Ed Gamble and be completely not funny? Like, just like be the most dull person for like, but you have to hang out with them for like a week. And for that, you get like a Korean comedy and like we, we go professional. You get like the comedy skills to come back and all of a sudden you just like shoot up. But you never, you never get to make another impression on Acaster and Ed. You never see them again. Like they will forever think that you're the most dull person ever. Yeah. Or just never meet them and never have a professional career in podcasting. 
Oh, I mean, I go for the first one for sure. I mean, I think that would happen regardless, even if it wasn't a hypothetical, I think that practically would be what would happen. I've never met a comedian. I think of myself as quite a funny person or I like to, and it's something, it's a weird obsession to, to need to think of myself as a funny person. Don't know why I have had that since I was a kid. So if I did ever meet a professional comedian, I would definitely... I would be telling bad jokes, like things I would. No, you can't even tell a joke. Like you just cannot. It's not that you tell jokes and they're bad. To be honest, I think it would be probably better to not tell them them at all then. I probably, probably the hypothetical is better than the reality. I think the reality would be me trying way too hard to say something funny, (laughs) like, like, oh, good singer. Like, no, it would be be awful. It would be so awkward. I I would definitely try something funny and it would fail. It would fall I don't think so. I think you would actually rock it. Like, I think if I could put you in a room with them, I think you could get us a deal. No, no. What about you? What would you, which one would you choose? Not the second one. I mean, what we're doing now is what we're doing now. Yeah. I think I would rather be dull for a week and be, but then also you have to kind of live that week. So for them, it's kind of, they're living that week and you're just kind of dull, but also you're there kind of just, just being dull all the time. Just, just imagine. Yeah. Like imagine walking into a room with them too. And they ask you a question, like, would you have a, would you have a shot glass full of shrimp feces? And you're just like, no. <laughs> oh, and it would just be, be painful, the most yeah. awkward painful moment you would probably like come out of it pretty harmed but um the main of your meal is always the star of the show obviously I think that's pretty obvious your answer this the following question which is what makes this podcast so lovable do you think um how lighthearted it is I think just it feels so yeah. kind of weird and free of bad judgment like it's it's free of like weird bad judgment it's it's it has like a little bit of like oh that's gross because we're all thinking it <laughs> but it also feels very upbeat it has kind of funny sound effects and I like how it kind of really sets the mood um I just really like all of it I just really I just think all of it works um in a little package what about you yeah I think it's really that the stakes are so low if that makes sense like there's literally one episode where they interview Rose McGowan who's a activist actor like pretty famous and at the end of the episode or when they're sort of doing the outro when the guest has already left they're kind of like huh maybe we should ask her more questions than just like what is her favorite type of water like they have (laughs) these some people are pretty famous you know and they just ask them these like kind of inane questions that aren't really about anything that's what makes it feel good because you don't have to think about anything much bigger than this funny silly little anecdote and that's why it's also it is the thing that you can listen to when you're having a bad day 100% but for your drink then (laughs) that was my drink sound (laughs) I joined in there at the end I felt left you did it was (laughs) um have you noticed anything interesting about people's eating habits by listening to this podcast because obviously you're hearing everyone's favorite food mm. I think and like this isn't really a bad reflection on anybody <laughs> but honestly it's how little people understand about different cuisines and how little people understand about like living in China how pe- little yeah. people understand about Asian cuisine and how much mm-hmm. that same dish that you and I know from China changes when it travels across the border to the UK just the amount of people that would go into the podcast and say the best Chinese I ever had was in London, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just kind of sitting there like, it, yeah, that very, that's probably true because if you haven't been to China, that would be the best Chinese food that you've ever had. But then they say the next thing 
they're like and it was orange chicken like that always makes me giggle like, it always makes me giggle because and also like even on the joe brand episode actually um the like acaster and ed were kind of talking about um they were making fun of joe brand but they were saying they said oh like a hot pot and acaster very very confidently went to explain what a hot pot is and then Ed kind of jumped in and was like, no, actually, I think of Chinese food when, you know, you bring your broth and then you yeah. dip things into it. Yeah. And because and I was just like, I had no idea that there was an, any other way to think what a hot pot is. But it's just fascinating to see how different people perceive different cuisines and what they think is kind of more out there and different um, than like their normal meal. Do you agree? Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, Ronnie Chang. I think it's Ronnie Chang who's just like, this format is racist. <laughs> Why are you coming out with my dishes all at different times? Like, bring them yeah, all at one time, yeah, you know? Because obviously, <laughs> it's a very Western idea to have your plates yeah. come out one after the other, you know? Like, you don't go for like the idea of it must be a what first course, second course, third course. This is already imperial. Yeah. colonial mentality like <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. What, yeah what if yeah. i don't eat in that i eat like shared plates man bring yeah. it out and then we share it i don't yeah. eat fucking first second third. so you're yelling at me about a pub. so we're whitewashing food right yeah now, you're so right yeah, now yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. the whole concept yeah. of what yeah. the fuck you're doing is already in my opinion is already flawed so hashtag dinner so white yeah yeah, yeah. dinner so white <laughs> no nah, i didn't say white i didn't say white <laughs> i said we imperial did. colonialist <laughs> yes yeah um, and they say that like you can do it however you want like the format isn't set in stone it's yeah. just the format of the podcast you can order your food however you want and if you kind of know that about the podcast like you can but I think definitely it's weird to hear the way uh, Brits talk about other types of food I think it was funny the episode with Sindhu V because obviously poppadoms are bread you know poppadoms mm. are very popular to eat in the UK for uh, at Indian restaurants literally Sindhu V Indian um, comedian based in the in the uk but she just doesn't know what they're saying <laughs> she didn't even <laughs> understand the question poppadoms or bread and then she proceeds to like say poppadoms as it's meant to be said and it turns out it's a whole different kind of thing or it's just you know i mean yeah, similar yeah. it's got it, like echoes of what mm. the original is but it's still different and it's eaten in a different way in india and i just thought it was funny that she didn't even understand the question which yeah uh, makes sense um but i i 100 think that's something you notice you notice also that brits order chips always as their side all the time always. every single all time. The time even the chefs even like michelin star <laughs> chefs are like what's your they'll be like truffle fries yeah they'll be like yeah, we'll put yeah. something something fancy on top <laughs> so we're nearing the best one of the best courses the best course for some, for James Acosta especially. I do like dessert. I definitely have a sweet tooth. Same. Anya likes dessert too. She's pointing at herself with I made cupcakes fingers. Yeah. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Double well, chocolate. Something that was like a dessert to me was the 100th episode of this podcast. It was a special. It was two hours long. It was where James and Ed finally told us their favorite meals because you know obviously it was kind of something you knew all the time that you wanted to know like what would James and Ed choose and so for the hundredth episode they're finally giving you what you want and they're not just giving it to you in a little one hour episode as usual it's two hours it's insanely long Claudia Winkleman is the host then you're gonna have a beef wellington where it was delicious, yeah. the sauce was delicious. You can have it for two if you want. Bring it to the table, the pastry crisp, outstanding. You'd like that with the sour beer. You don't remember the name, but you did have it in a pub you had to stop at because you were going to soil yourself. Yes. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> then, 
on the side, you'd like... How did it make you feel? It made me feel so happy. <laughs> no, it really was. <laughs> it really was so good. It was just two hours of pure bliss. It was just the greatest thing to listen to. And I dedicated two hours specifically to this episode. Like I wanted to really enjoy it. I knew, like I saw how long it was and I was like, okay, this is, I've got to wait. I've got to, I've got to wait until I can really sit down and listen to it. I 100% agree with the 100th episode. It was one of the happiest two hours of my life. Never wanted it to end. <laughs> end at <of> that point. <laughs> but for the horrible cheese board that comes last, because we know that cheese board sucks. And if you say cheese board, James will kick you out. Is there anything that annoys you about this podcast? No, nothing really annoys me about it. Um, I think maybe, maybe like, I don't know, like nothing annoys me. I think it maybe just the fact that because, I mean, this is such a kind of silly point, but if I had to find one thing and I can't really blame somebody <laughs> for living where they live, yeah. uh, but it's just like, it's very London centric. Right. So mm, yeah. it's like most of the things that they mention or most of the restaurants they mention. And so often they would mention, they would be like, Oh, is this place, blah, blah, blah. blah. And you're kind of like, yeah, I have no idea what that is yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> or yeah. what that is or how it looks like or anything like that. Um, but I can't blame them for that. It's just, it is a very no. London centric podcast. And also probably most of their listeners are in the UK. Also, so many people in they the UK. They do go to New York though. That's true. So maybe, you know, maybe one day they'll be in Stockholm and you can tell me about all the things that they've been doing in Stockholm. They, I don't think either of them have ever been to Shanghai. So, and it doesn't look like they're coming because nobody can come. This is why I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now back to your point uh what annoys you about the podcast <laughs> well I think we kind of talked about it a little bit just like sometimes I feel like they'll choose secret ingredients that they hate like one week they chose guava and another mm. week they chose lychee and like these are delicious tropical fruits mm. don't bash them just because you had them in some shady drink in like some British bar yeah or some shady cocktail lychees are great so yeah. I do think it's like kind of like we were talking about before, like obviously a lot of the guests and them as well have like a British take on food. So mm. even if it's like if it's foreign food that they don't really understand, sometimes it can be frustrating because you're like, come on, man, like lychee's good. Yeah. Um, so like sometimes that can make you a little annoyed. <laughs> OK, everyone. Well, what was your secret ingredient for this this episode? My secret ingredient was you saying this podcast is great, but... <laughs> And then say oh, something opposite. I didn't say it. I didn't no, say it. Right? You didn't say it. You didn't say it. What was yours? Good. good. Mine Did you was have one that you would say the word overrated? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think maybe it's a bit obvious uh, that we like this podcast, um, and that maybe our relationship to it isn't as healthy as it could be. Uh, what is your boom ranking? <laughs> yeah. My boom ranking. I think. Okay, I'm gonna propose. And in the style of off menu, I propose a loophole. Ooh. I would like, okay. I would like to give it a six out of five, but the last six should be like a microwave ding. So it's five booms Ooh. and a microwave ding. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Do you want to make that noise? Um, I could do the ding. You have to do the booms. You do the booms okay. best. Boom, 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 boom. Ding. Yes, perfect. Beautiful. Music to my ears. Absolutely. Speaking of that, do you have any podcast recommendations for this week? 
mine is a huge change of pace. So it's called This Is Actually Happening by Wondery. And it's a podcast where they get people to tell their stories kind of in a way, like it's, it doesn't feel like an interview. It's literally just a person coming on who's not a podcaster who had something happen to them that might've been very horrific or like a near death experience or anything like that. And they just tell you that story. And it's just kind of an interesting framework to listen to. It's, it's an interesting way to just hear from people and also to hear different kinds of stories. And for people who like the kind of true crime or anything like that, this is a pretty good one because it's not a series. So you can just kind of binge the ones that you want to listen to and then skip the ones that you don't. So yeah, it's an interesting, I just found it today and I've listened to an episode and I really, like, I really quite liked it. I thought it was a really interesting format. I actually, maybe this is kind of boring because the Guilty Feminists sort of pushed this podcast as well. So maybe I'm just following their lead. Is Wheel of Misfortune with Fern Brady and Alison Spittle. Have you listened to it? No, I have not. It's also in the vein of just feel good. There are two, mm. um, uh, Alison Spittle is an Irish comedian. Fern Brady is a Scottish comedian. They talk about uh, embarrassing, really embarrassing things, super embarrassing things. And they'll have listeners notes with people who've gone through really horribly embarrassing, horrible things. And then they bring in a guest who talks about their embarrassing moments. It's very funny. Um, don't listen to it while you're eating. I have made that mistake many a time. And there are lots of uh, shit related stories. Uh, okay, uh, that's it for us this week. On Instagram, pause, play, repeat podcast. On Twitter, pause, pause, play, our pod. You can email us at pause, play, repeat podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, pause, play, repeat podcast. Please rate us also, uh, rate and review us. Although maybe be kind in your reviews because we are sensitive souls. And even though we review podcasts, we can't really take it. So yeah. Or at least if you're giving feedback, make it good. Yeah. Yeah, don't just be like, this is shit. Be like, why is yeah, it shit? Be like, mm. at minute 29.5, I feel like they really could have gone more in depth about the blah. Yeah. And if you really want to make an impression, we suggest you start a rival podcast review. <laughs> it's just called PPR in review. And it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.